Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. We're talking about um, the three communities here in Massachusetts tonight, and there could be communities like this in other parts of the country. Kingston, Massachusetts, and Plymouth, they're down on the South Shore, and Methuen, so kind of in the Merrimack Valley, I guess. Uh, and today... Uh, the mayor of Methuen uh, reacted uh, concerned that his community uh, all of a sudden was given a, um, a surprise presentation of migrants who they had to um, care for. Uh, and uh, uh, Suzanne Sosfeld actually spoke with the mayor of Methuen. His name is Neil Perry. And um, let's play Cut 46 just to get Methuen involved in this conversation too, please, Andrew. I'm frustrated. Mayor Perry isn't happy he wasn't notified ahead of time, but he can get over that. What he won't let go is the burden on Methuen taxpayers. 61 of them um, being notified legally have to be put into Methuen Public Schools. Well, who bears the cost of that? It should not be the Methuen taxpayers, so I'm outraged at this state agency. A local restaurant fed them for free the first night, and others, he says, want to help. I've got to hold back some of my citizens, and I, I don't mean that the way it sounds, because I think the organization that put him there bears some responsibility. At the hotel, I ran into Caroline Rowe with the International Institute of New England. As soon as they heard about the migrants, they rushed over with food, toiletries, clothes, and blankets. Just making sure they have basic needs met and that we're able to support as much as we can. In Methuen, Suzanne Sosville, WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Yeah, again, I think that the, the point here is, okay, the migrants are here. We can talk about um, how they got here and whether or not that was good federal policy. But now uh, they have been moved into Massachusetts. Um, They've been here longer than than that, obviously, but they're coming in, I think, at an increasing rate. Uh, And they have been uh, dispatched to these three towns, Methuen, Kingston and Plymouth. And I think that all of those three towns are uh, towns that are financially struggling. And uh, the the cost should be picked up by the Commonwealth, all the cost. Uh, And I think that a lot of the... Um, more affluent communities, which tend to be more welcoming, I think that they should step up, and I would challenge those mayors uh, and the uh, town managers in uh, the um, the western suburbs and uh, in Newton and Brookline and Wellesley and all of the um, the more affluent communities to step up and not allow the the burden or the cost of this. Um, development, which I'm sure is only going to become greater uh, in the weeks and months ahead, uh, to be shared by them. And for the the people of Kingston, and again, with all respect to my friend Kate from Duxbury, um, I don't know that Kingston is an affluent community. It, it's not one that has stuck out in my mind. I think of, when I think of affluent communities, I, I think of others. Maybe they're more affluent than I, than I realized, but I also think that there are towns, the governor's hometown of Swampscott, uh, certainly I think could, could absorb some of these, um, these families. I think that the city of Boston, with its, um, much 
uh, bigger school system uh, could uh, could step up. So let's um, let's continue to see what people think. Um, we're going to go next to. Let me see here. Okay, I'm going to go to Donna in Berkeley, Berkeley, Massachusetts. Donna, you are next on NYSEG. Go right ahead. Hi, Dan. Um, a couple of things. One, um, Kingston, where they put some of these immigrants, literally that motel is right across the street from an elementary school. So the kids could probably end up walking over there if they're that young. The other thing is, um, I've called you before. I'm a night nurse. It's just pulling into my hospital. Yeah. And, uh, and just wanted to say, it's not a new thing. I, for the past two years with open borders, we've had many of patients come to the hospital. And God bless them, they're, they're naive in the fact that we've had patients come from Haiti to Argentina to Mexico to the United States and come all the way up to Brockton. And they, they literally say, can I have housing, please? And so, and they... Why not? Uh, yeah. And I mean, so, if, if I if I came from some of those communities, um, which are obviously more temperate than Massachusetts, that would be the first thing that I'd be looking for would be housing. Of course. And so then they have their babies here and then they have their United States citizens That's and correct. then they're entitled to even more. Yes. So we we have been taking care of migrants for a couple good couple of years now six out of six probably six out of eight of my patients out of ten don't speak english uh we have interpreting services all night long going and um it's actually amazing you talk about the affluent communities and so i think they're everywhere um i love the fact that when they sent them to Martha's vineyard it was so well known because it's like you're right they could have kept them, no problem, share the wealth, but you're right in the fact that it needs, it's all political, and they need to share the wealth in every community because we're all getting inundated. And don't get me wrong, they're lovely people. They're lovely, and they need to be cared for. They're trying to escape awful conditions, but this becomes political, and it should have had a really big plan and not this just dropping people at your yeah. doorstep. I couldn't agree with you more, Donna. I mean, if we're going to deal with it, let's deal with it. Um, the people in Martha's Vineyard gave him a very warm welcome for about 40 hours, and then they wanted to make sure they were out of the town. Um, again, well, that I, was your I, most poignant point. You're right. They were there for a day. Yeah. And it's like, no, no. Well, it was a day and a half. I mean, it, it, it was a good day and a half. It was like 40 hours. So let's, you know, one, yeah. two days and one night. It was kind of like a weekend on the vineyard, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they really chose not. I mean, yes, they were there, but let them stay there in their school systems and everything. They didn't allow that. Well, I also think that they they need um, people on the venue to work. There's a, there's, there's a lot of restaurants down there. It seems to me that there was a potential group of uh, em, employees that uh, that could have helped uh, the uh, the local economy. So I just uh, again I, I'm going to um, follow this, and we're going to follow it on Nightside. And I think it needs to be uh, if if we in Massachusetts are are going to be as welcoming as I think we should be. I think it should that that should be shared by all communities. Uh, absolutely, Donna, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for what you do. Uh, Nurses are special people. Thank you, Donna. Yes, well, thank you. Yes, and I know you're a good Christian man, so I, I know you're coming from a good place. Thanks very much, Donna. I appreciate that. All right, take think, care. God bless. Right.
YouTube. I think it's got nothing to do with um, Christianity or religion. I think it has to do with um, people. Um, these are people who have been led into the country. They've been actually encouraged to come into the country. Uh, now what are we going to deal with it? What are we going to do? Um, and uh, I, I don't agree with the policy of open borders. I've made that very clear. But when there are people standing you know, in need, um, we as Americans tend to respond. But I think we cannot just turn around and foist them off as I think the the migrants from Florida, uh, from Texas, excuse me, were foisted off. They were moved off of Montes Vineyard very quickly and they were moved into communities, uh, I, my understanding is Lawrence Brockton, and they should have been given um, some, I, I think, better better opportunities. Well, let's... um. Uh, and I live in one of those um, affluent communities, so I, I'm, I'm more than willing to see my town, my city, uh, take more of, of these folks. Uh, and I don't want to see them placed only in communities where uh, the, the resources of the community are stretched. Uh, the only lines that I have open right now, if you'd like to get through, are uh, 617-931-1030. My name is Dan Ray. This is Nightside. We are talking about a story that has just developed in the last uh, 24 hours or so. Um, and I, I suspect this is the first of many stories like this back on Nightside right after this. Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Let's go across the country and let's talk to Lola in San Diego. Lola, how are you? Hi, Dan. I'm good. Did you, uh, did you so get... I looked up Kingston, Mass. I looked up Kingston, Mass. Data USA. Dot IO profile Kingston, yeah. Mass. Okay. Okay. U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren, Ed Markey. Correct. Yeah, they are our senators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm just playing playing devil's advocate here. If I wanted to, if I wanted to rock the boat, let me find a nice little town. Population, it says, is six thousand seven hundred and fifty people. That was twenty twenty. Yeah, no, that's a little um, out of date. The town administrator tonight told me that the approximate, uh, the approximate population is about fifteen thousand. That's still a small town. 15, that's right, and it's a small town. And I looked up um, demographics, and it's. Let's see. What's the median? The what is the, largest, what's, I'm just curious. Is there a median income there or no? Because maybe. Yeah, well, there was. Uh, there was. Let me go. But this was 2020. So that's okay. It's only a couple know, years it, ago. You've gone up a, a little bit. But it says um, medium household income, 98,304. Well, that's a little, that's now, a little more than I would have expected. Maybe Kate is right about uh, the caller from la the last caller last hour. Now that could be a double income, but ninety eight thousand median income. That's that's not bad. And it says twenty twenty employed population four thousand. So it's it's affluent, and I like again. I'm not being. I'm just like if I was going to mess somebody up, I want to go look and see where their weakness is. Kingston is weak with ethnicity stuff, with English as a second language. It's a small little, nice little... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I'd say it's more affluent than Wellesley. Come on. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, I, I oh, bet yeah, you, I think so. Well, you know what, Lola? Um, don't do it now, but... Um, uh, if you if you're able, you look up Wellesley, and I will bet you their median income is higher than the median income in Kingston. I would be stunned. It might be higher, but what I mean is, Kingston is a little quiet, sleepy household community, yeah. and Wellesley is not. Wellesley is a little more metro. There's a little more action going on in Wellesley. Oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no doubt. So but I'm just saying that I'm, Wellesley is that's a bigger. Why what I was just trying to say, Lola, was Wellesley's a bigger community. They probably have a um, a bigger school system. And yes. they, they probably have some bilingual And education. they could absorb this. They could absorb this problem. I'm trying to tell you, I'm being devil's advocate. If I wanted to shake up a town, I want to go where they don't have any of these things for the. And, and we're, we're what? Ten days away from the elections, okay? You get November 7th breathing down our neck. This is politics at its finest. Um, Nobody knows how they got there. How about calling the FBI? How about the CIA? What is going on? (laughs) No, no, I think everybody knows. Lola, Lola, I think that the the borders are open, uh, and I think that... I know. I'm 20 miles from the Mexican border. And so I think that we have finally, in, in Massachusetts, begun to absorb some of the overflow and um, the the choice of the communities that were were picked, uh, I know this state very well. Um, I I think are not the most uh, are not the communities that could most absorb this. Is what I'm trying to say. That's that's all. Um, but they the did way, that I, on I, purpose. They yeah. did that on purpose to shake you guys up. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know that the decision. I don't think, and I'm not here to defend. Elizabeth Warren, she certainly supports the open border policy, as does um, Ed Markey. Yeah, but here's the problem. you got a Republican governor. Well, that's the governor's. The governor's office was the one that made the decision here. Um, I'm trying to tell you. That's why he's sticking it to, <laughs> to Elizabeth Warren. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Oh, I, 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 I think you're, Come on, I think, I'm telling you, I, I, I think that... They probably get along a lot better than you might than you might realize. Lola, did you get well, your T-shirt uh, in the mail? The my most important question. I did. Good. So this is what happened. They sent me a, a T-shirt, and it had nothing on it about Dan Ray. And I called them up, and I said, "Hey, Wait I said I got no, this nice." No, 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 no. That that's not. They sent you the wrong T-shirt then. No, I I called them up and I complained, and they sent me another one with the Dan Ray on it. So. Good. I'm getting ready. I'm, I want to bring it. I want to wear it to the beach and get some pictures on it. All uh, right. That's it, what I'm looking for. Okay. Lola, I got to run and here. Then, As always, so yeah. great to hear your voice, okay? And, thanks, and I'm thanks, glad thanks that you called. Call what, and, the, the T-shirt that they sent you, was it just a plain T-shirt? No, it had their logo on it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad, to, I'm glad you said, spoke up because yeah. they have, you oh, know, okay, everyone else absolutely. has told me that they got it. Well, thanks. You were, you were the first on yes. the list. Okay. Yes, I know I was. And I'm very grateful and I'm very honored that you thought of me and, and you, you know, gifted me that. So, you yes, 
All right, I got to I got to run. Okay. Here, I'm listening. I'm always Thanks. listening. I might I not that. call in, but I'm. And, and sometimes you're there. You're there at midnight when we're doing dub, on, on Facebook our, our post yeah. game. We're yeah. going to do an interesting post game tonight. Trust me, okay? Okay, I'll be there. I'll be Thanks, there. Lola. All right, take it easy. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, if you have Facebook, just go to WBZ Nightside with Dan Ray, and um, uh, either Marita or I, the producer of the program, do a pregame at 4:30 in the afternoon. We'll tell you what's coming up at night, uh, and then I do a post game at midnight. I'll tell you exactly what I think about the show, uh, whether it's a good show or maybe not as great as I wanted it to be. Some shows exceed my expectations. Some sh- some shows don't meet my expectations. And I'm going to be honest with you. After four hours, I, I will tell you that. And uh, if you want to check us out on Instagram, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, at WBC Nightside on Twitter. Love to have you follow us there. Check us out on Facebook. We have all sorts of ways to be in, uh, to be in contact. Let's keep rolling here. Going to get um, Maria in Plimpton, Massachusetts. Maria, next on Nightside, go right ahead. Hi, Dan. Hi, Maria. How you doing? Uh, the, um, I'm good. Good good topic tonight. I was wondering, the, um, it just doesn't seem right to me that we have people coming into our state in our town, and um, it seems like people bend over backwards to help out these um, illegal aliens. They bend over backwards to help them while there's people in our own community who don't have housing, who are wondering how they're going to pay for heat this winter. And these you have people who are coming from Venezuela or Mexico or who knows where. Yeah. We don't really know, but wherever they're coming from, and there are not they people, are there are not, by totally the way, there are not many people coming in from Mexico. The cartels in Mexico are making That's a true. lot of money on transiting people, and That's I true. think that they're coming in from lots of different places: uh, Haiti, Cuba, Venezuela, um, mm-hmm. uh, and even while, from, while from, the door from is open, away, they're they're, they're, they've had people arriving from China, uh, from Iran, uh, <laughs> Afghanistan. Well, as, that, that they have a so lot of long, folks. Yeah. So long as the door's wide open, they're going to keep coming, too. Hey, but I don't I think the tax... I'd try to get here, too. <laughs> I don't think the taxpayers here should be um, sucking up the burden for that from everybody. I mean, there's there's people here who, who can't pay for their own, never mind paying for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You're talking about people in affluent communities. I mean, your last caller definitely had it backwards, Kingston and Wellesley. I guess she hasn't been there. But um, the um, if you want to absorb those people, if you're going to have an apartment, maybe I know, is it right that just because these towns have a hotel that they should be taken advantage of and filled up? I mean, Plymouth usually fall is a time when um, a lot of people are coming to Plymouth for tourists and to have, um, um, you know, unvetted, maybe possibly unimmunized people in these hotels, do you think people are going to really want to come and hang out? I mean, I think that's a deterrent to people. I think you're putting um, other people's um, livelihoods in jeopardy as well. If they're going to, if they're going to be letting people in that uh, you make such a big flack about everybody here having COVID tested mm-hmm. and people 
got lost their jobs, but we don't know about any of these people if they're COVID tested. We don't know if any of those children are immunized and they're going to be plopped right into the schools just like that. It's yeah, just no, crazy. That's, that's true. It's by, crazy. By, by the way, just to back up what you said, and I hope Lola's still listening, she said that the median income in Kingston was $98,000. The median household income in Wellesley is $213,000. So yeah. twice as twice as high. Um, yeah, not even close. Yeah, but... <laughs> Well, look, but even uh, that, I mean, look at, okay, next door is Duxbury. So if Duxbury, if they want, you know, you're letting people into the state, why not have an apartment? Why not just rent out an apartment? Why doesn't the state rent an apartment for these people in Duxbury and send a family there? Those, those, um, the people could end up getting domestic jobs as people in Duxbury can afford people to work for them in domestic jobs. A lot of the, um, immigrants end up doing landscaping. A lot of that, you know, in the well, more well-to-do communities need landscapers. That's the place they should be sending them, not to the poorer communities that are already struggling. Yeah, well, um, the other the other argument that you made, and I think it's a very important argument uh, that that you made, um, is that there are people here. Uh, in in our country, who are in huge need of help and assistance, and I think they should be taken care of first. I do believe. Yeah, it's like. Um, and if we can help other people who have arrived here, again, it's it's not the fault of uh, you or me that the borders are open. <laughs> um, they they are open, and again, as I said, I'll be honest with you. If I lived anywhere in the world and I knew the borders of America were open, <laughs> I'm going to get there by hook or by crook. Um, and well, unfortunately, it's, it's, the way to get there is to pay the cartels a lot of money. Um, it's truly and, amazing, though, to think that once you get in the door, everything's taken care of for you. You're not worrying about how you're going to pay for your heat. Nope. You're not worrying about where your kids are going to go to school. Are they going to go to school? Are they going to learn the language? Somebody's going to help them out. Are they going to have food to eat? Yeah, they are. Yep, there's no there's no doubt about that. Um, Maria, I want to send you That's a T-shirt because you're a good caller. You're a regular caller. Um, and uh, this is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, and well, thank you, Dan. Hype have um, decided that they have printed up some specially made, specially designed pink T-shirts, Nightside T-shirts, and I'd like you to hold on, and Andrew will take your name and information, and we will get you a beautiful Nightside T-shirt. Anyone who wants to buy, you can't buy these pink T-shirts because they are custom-made. They're made, there's there's a limited run, Uh, but if they want to buy any sort of Nightside gear, all they have to do is go to Nightside gear, coffee mugs, uh, hoodies for the winter. You You need a Nightside hoodie. T-shirts, um, hats, uh, wool hats. Uh, if you want to get out there in a snowstorm or go skiing, everything you, you can have to save them for the immigrants. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You hang, you hang in there, and um, you got you're going to get a, a, a nightside T-shirt coming again to make people aware uh, that this is. Uh, breast cancer awareness month and um, it's a it's a horrible disease that affects a lot of women and it also does affect men it but it has a greater impact on women so stay right there and we'll take all your information just tell them what size you want and we will be all set the only line that is still open is 617-254-1030 once maria drops off and the other one is 617-931-1030 uh we'll be back on Nightside. i promise right after the news break Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, let's keep rolling here. We're going to go next to Joe and Millis. Joe, next on Nightside, welcome. Hey, good evening, Dan. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, Joe. What's what's your take on this? 
Well, my take is in the millions because you got to look at the um, overall cost of the EBT program at about $400 a person. Mm -hmm. That works out to half a million dollars. And you got to look at the cost of mass health to the tune of maybe $15,000 a person. That's about $1.6 million, and we're not even getting into the housing factor. And when they go to school... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're counting on um, the language barrier being their only... Um problem we don't know if you know there's um learning disabilities or you know pre-existing conditions not to mention how many of the women are pregnant um i suspect um some would be you know if they're of childbearing age yeah i mean and that's going to be some new citizens so um and they're going to have to go to schools yeah there's there's a there's a huge cost to this dan and uh you know, I don't know if we're ready for it. Well, ready or not, um, I think... Here it comes. <laughs> yeah, here it comes, because obviously the the border was at 2.3 million people came across the border last year, and they're they're all somewhere in the United States, and um, we, it, we we got to pay one way or the other. So I just hope that some of the more affluent communities pitch in and take the pressure off. You know, Methuen, I just looked, looked at Methuen. Methuen's not an affluent community. Plymouth isn't an affluent community. And Kingston's not an affluent community. And No, no, certainly not. And, you know, like you said, they're going to be the ones to front the brunt of this. And are we, I heard Charlie Baker today on another channel bragging about how much money we have. Um, does that have anything to do with the fact that you know, they undercounted, they overcounted the census, and this is our punishment for um, retaining uh, a congressman? I mean... Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure of that. Um, I think that this is just um, that there's a, there is a, a migration going on. Everybody's not going to stay uh, in, in Eagle Pass, Texas, or in... Uh, you know, San Antonio or El Paso, at some point, folks are going to move north. And um, they're being moved where, north by the federal government, to be honest with you. And that's, uh, there is, there's, there's change coming here. And I think that um, we're, we're going to have to deal with it. I think elections have consequences, is what. With our give giveaways, Massachusetts is the uh, promised land, don't you think? Well, I think if I were coming here from another uh, country, uh, I think that Massachusetts is a much more welcoming state. I'd probably rather be here, you know, unless I had relatives from somewhere. Massachusetts would be a good landing spot, good hospitals, good colleges, 
for kids, um, some pl- employment opportunities. I think it's all it's all a plus, Joe. All a plus. Yeah, well, that's why we live here. But if the reason it's like that is because of lifelong residents of Massachusetts made it that way. Yeah. Well, maybe you know. Again, it's reality we're going to deal with, and I I just hope that some of the more affluent towns. I mean, I hope that Swampscott steps up the governor's hometown and says, Hey, we want our share of, uh, we want to, we want to, you know, participate in, in this welcome as much as anyone. Well, what they say, Dan, if the phone doesn't ring, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, thanks Joe. Thanks, you keep, keep ringing the nightside phone. Thanks much. Where are we going to go next? Let me go to Bob in Pennsylvania. Bob, you've been very patient. I'm sorry. I missed you once earlier. Go right ahead, Bob. Helter Skelter in a fallout shelter. <laughs> All right, Bob. Appreciate that call. That helps a lot. Thank you very much. I'm glad you waited 50 minutes, <laughs> but yeah, you got it in. Let's go to um, Andrea down on the South Shore. Andrea, welcome to Nightside. How are you? Hi there, Dan. Dan, you're overlooking something when you mention Wayland, places like Wayland, West, and Dover, and Sherborne. Mm. They don't have any hotels, so they're not going to them. By the way, while I'm at it, Okay, our medical infrastructure is insufficient to be taking care of all these people. Have you tried to make an appointment with a specialist recently? It's three to four months for pretty much anything. My doctor's retiring. I don't know how many patients she had. Yeah. We've all been put on a waiting list to get a doctor. But if we're sick, somebody or other will see us. I may have maybe a couple of years before I have a doctor. Okay, schools. There weren't there hundreds of openings in the Boston Public Schools, for example. I don't know who it is who's supposed to be educating these children. And they are, all they're going to be doing is sucking the resources, and I don't mean just financial, the human resources from American kids who, I'm sorry, they do have priority because if you don't take care of your own, bad things are going to happen. Now, uh, uh, you you were talking about how, well, there are, you know, there are jobs, places where they could work. Well, I guess, Dan, that means that in a couple of weeks, we have to make sure that they get the driver's licenses for the illegal aliens. And we're also going to have to give them cars and gasoline because they're not going to be able to save up the money in well, time hopefully, for them to go hopefully, to their job. Hopefully we can give them electric vehicles so that they're not yep. driving, you know, carbon-burning automobiles here in Massachusetts. Yes, absolutely. Now, Dan, here, <laughs> here's the reality, okay? The country is being colonized with illegal aliens. Let us call it what it is. I drive around. I'm from Boston. You're from this area. You and I know when we drive around, they're building huge apartment buildings everywhere. Ever go up go up in Route 1 in Danvers and Saugus recently? Unbelievable. Hundreds of apartments. Go anywhere. Off Route 135 in Framingham. Off Exit 5 Long Pond Road in Plymouth, by the way. And everywhere you go, even the one that nines in Wellesley, uh, they're building them all over the place. Well, I think, I think we of- could start building some of those... Um- apartment buildings in the more affluent suburbs uh and um and because it, you know the one thing that you do have in the more affluent suburbs is you have some space uh which Not, you don't it, have in places like saugus and peabody uh and maybe that's the, that's the way in which the affluent suburbs can can help uh participate uh and and feel better about themselves and 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 actually you know, share, and again, I use the word burden. I don't want to, that's, that's a bad word to use, but share the opportunity, I guess, to, to help the people who are coming here. Well, you and I know that's not happening, but look. But it I should. Used to think but, it, but it should. I mean, should. you know, Robert Kennedy said some men see the way things are and ask why. Others see the way things could be and ask why not. I want to see the way things could be and ask why not. I have, here's my bottom line. 
I used to think that the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, I used to think that was all far-right, loony conspiracy thinking. But unfortunately, it's not, because it's happening now. And that's why these apartment buildings, they were planned 15, 20 years ago. We just didn't know it. Okay, because you've got to get the permit. All right. No, I, I got, you made a lot of points, in, in, but Thank I got packed lines. And so I was, I'd love to give everybody five minutes, but I want to give everybody, you know, three, three and a half and, and get as many in as I can here. And, Thanks. Uh, and Thanks. Andrea, appreciate you calling the show. You know that. Thanks very much. Please. Good, good night. Voice. Thank you. Let's go to Tom in Rochester. I'm assuming Massachusetts. Hey, Tom, welcome. Next on Nightside. Hey, Dan, thanks for having me. Um, you know, so uh, a mass map migration um, is probably going to take place, you know, uh, regardless of borders. Um, it's going to be uh, slowed down by strong borders, and it's going to be exacerbated by weak ones. Yeah. Um, do, do you remember um, back, in the, back in the late 70s, early 80s, uh, Lawrence had an influx of... Uh, immigrants and and the, there was there weren't jobs there for them. There was Michael Dukakis's uh, welfare state, mm-hmm. and there was a a, a strong um, increase in in, in um, you know uh, new, new immigrant uh, population there. So our policies do affect this, and if if our federal government doesn't. Uh, protect the you know slow slow it down at the border then then our local governments either uh, you know help well, it, or, it all flows it, everything flows downhill i mean the federal policy affects all the states and state policy affects the communities so and communities affect you know you on an individual basis your tax rates will increase look we, we are where we are. We've had um, two years of, of wide open borders. Um, and again, it's. Um, you remember you remember the, the Lawrence, the, I, mean, I say Lawrence, but it was Lawrence Lowell, that kind of Merrimack Valley area. And the folks that were moving there were being encouraged by their predecessors, their family members, their neighbors, whatever. That, hey, we can get here. We can, you know, this is no, the way we that, do but, it. But, they weren't, but, getting, they that's, weren't that's going there for the, jobs. You know, no, no, I get you. But what I'm saying is that that's part of the process uh, of immigration. But what we're dealing with now is a, really a tidal wave of immigration. I mean, when you have two and a half million people or 2.4 million people come across the border illegally, that doesn't count the numbers who you who got across and you don't even know about. Uh, they got to go somewhere. I mean, they're not going to leave once they're here. Um, and I'm just saying that that it is time now for you know Massachusetts to stand up and and do what they can. Uh, and I'm just speaking tonight on behalf of. I think that these this first effort send people to Bethuen, to Kingston and Plymouth. That's not fair. They have to go to communities that can absorb them and can. Well, who, who decides? Who decides that? Well, it's decide, today was decided by the governor's office over the last week or so, um, and I, I just I, I'm going to speak for on behalf of people in Kingston, Methuen, and it's not fair to their kids in those school systems. Those school systems are not um, as wealthy as the school systems in other communities, and I I know that well, I'm, I'm down probably here, in the I'm minority down here, by, here but I'm down here by New Bedford, and New yeah. Bedford is exceptionally um, well suited for. Uh, multiple language 
uh, education. Right, but what I'm saying is, what is? That's but, fine, I mean, but, 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 but it's not a rich community. No, that's what like, I'm saying. So, so somehow, yeah. some way, we we yeah, because you just can't. I mean, first of all, we got to start taking care of the people here in Massachusetts who need help, and whether it's homeless veterans or people at Mass and Cass, we got we got huge messes here. In, in Massachusetts, we talk about it all the time. And if we're going to take care of these folks, in addition, great. Um, but it's got to be done across the board. And people who live in the suburban, the the affluent suburban suburbs, they they have to do their part. Is what I'm trying to say. They can talk at cocktail parties about how what a wonderful welcoming community this community is, or we live and we're welcoming people. Now it's time to or, or, actually or, or, step or up. They have a, or, or or Dan, they, they maybe the uh, the wealthy communities uh, need to consider their uh, policy choices and uh, try to secure the border. Well, that's so we, that, we that's, least, all, that's a political issue. I'm, we we, 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 we got to make it manageable. Thanks, All Dan. right. Thank you very much, Tom. I got it. Okay. Now, everybody else has been on the line very limited time, okay? So I'm going to try to get through five of you quickly, but I'm going to go after the break. I'll tell you what the batting order is. It's going to be Roger in Foxborough, Donna in Alabama, uh, we Floyd in Tennessee, Will in Long Island, and Allen North Reading. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, pull your thoughts together. We're going to give everybody no more than a minute and a half. Coming back on Nightside. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. Okay, let's go. We're going to start it off with Roger in Foxborough. Roger, got about a minute and a half for everybody. Go ahead, Roger. Well, Dan, you summed it up best. Uh, Elections have consequences. And if there's two and a half million people coming over the border every year, Massachusetts' fair share would be about forty, fifty thousand 50,000 per year for however long this goes on. Yeah, it's about six, we represent about 6% yeah. of the country so, in terms of well, We should get about 1,000 a week. You know, 1,000 yeah. a week should come here. Honestly, that's our quota. Yeah, and, um, and I think that's because is, that's only fair. My concern is if they're illegal aliens, does that mean they can't work? They're going to just be forced to stay on welfare? I mean, you've got to get these people to work. A lot well, of them I, I are think, highly I think skilled a lot of, people. A, a lot of the charitable groups can step up. The churches yeah. can step up. But, but these think, aren't these people aren't Nancy Pelosi's farm workers. A lot of these people are highly skilled people that are coming here because they had good jobs where they came from, and they said, "If I go to America, I can make ten times as much, and my family can live in a country where we're not worried about you know being." you know, beat down by the, uh, you know, the truncheons and stuff, yeah, and we'll, yeah. we could live a good life. We can understand you know, maybe that, Maybe they came too. here for the same reason my grandparents did, you know? You, you got it. You got it. Yeah, so that's that's and, um, where we are right now. So, um, and, um, and, we, and, you know, but here's the thing. We have a 4 million, we need 4 million more houses right away, 25 million houses over the next several years. Unless we start building a lot of housing, we're going to really be in a crunch. Yep, or just keep putting them in hotels. I guess I don't know. But like I right. say, a lot of these people are highly skilled people, and well, um, if they if they bring the, skills and talent, that's wonderful. That's yeah. I hope yeah. I hope all of them but do. I don't know that they work. will, but we, we hope. Can't just, Roger, you've uh, gone beyond a buck thirty. I got to give everybody a shot. Okay, <laughs> thanks, well, man. Thank you, Dan. Talk to you soon, Dorothy in Alabama. Next on Nightside, Dorothy, go right ahead. Okay, um, you know it's a part of the plan. You know, for Democrats to try to turn. You know the, the voting demographic, demographic, and uh, move move, you know groups like this in. Um, I mean, you can't you can't just take housing and then put it here and there, you know, and then try to do stuff like that, like around where I am. And you know, you, you, people, yeah, you know, have to 
fight about stuff like worrying about crime and their property values going down. I mean, you don't get kind of haves and have not living next to each other like that. It just won't work. And, wow. you know, there's zoning issues, you know, to consider. Not just what you can and can't afford. Um, jobs, I mean, we don't need people who we don't have enough jobs for them. We should go to a, uh, a system to where, hey, we'll call you, you know, we'll call you if we need you for something. Or uh, we're going to get laws passed where we can deport people when they commit crimes. And, well, but you know, we, we don't deport. We, we, you know, Dorothy, we don't deport people, and, and the borders are open, so... Yeah, well, it's... those things can change, too. We can change the rules that we get some different people in. That's what we need to do. All right, Dorothy, you you was you was sweet and to the point tonight. I thank you very much. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you always you're my eleven o'clock caller. I wish you'd called early. We'll get you soon. Okay, I, I try. I try to. <laughs> it's been a busy night. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Dorothy. Talk to you. Bye bye. Who are we gonna go to next? Let us go to Floyd in Tennessee. Floyd, you got to be quick for me. I want to get you and two more in. Go ahead, Floyd. As quick as I can. What's wrong with that? Like a Ellis Island type situation. We'd even set them up like northeast, southeast, midwest, and house them there till they're determined if they're going to be given asylum, if they have a sponsor, a job, or if they're criminals, get them out of here. That, that's a lot less, you know, or humane than yeah, put them well, in hotels. I, I think that. I, I think, imagine if I was a paying customer at that hotel, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think that. Um, that you, what you talk about, you make a lot of sense, but I think we have long abandoned the Ellis Island approach, and I think we have wide open borders. And, uh, yeah. you know, and I guess yeah. the majority of American people like wide open borders because that's what they voted for. And, uh, I mean, there's an election coming up a couple of weeks from now. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Dan, thanks for getting me in. I appreciate you. I uh, think we got it. You got you in, and you were quick for yep. me. I appreciate that. Let me get real quick, real quick here. Will on Long Island. Will, I can give you. Maybe half a minute. Yep, I'll be quick. You know what? I don't know if you're being tongue-in-cheek about the wealthy in your area taking care of them, but I think they might just do a photo op like they did in Matt's Vineyard. No, no, no. I I think it's now time for the the wealthy to step up, for the the, 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 the community to step up. I live... I live in New York on Long Island where some of the wealthiest people in the Gold Coast live right here. And guess what? They don't live in their backyard. They live in my backyard, okay? They push them over here. You'll be lucky if you get them to throw a few dollars at them. (laughs) And they want them to live with the guy that can't even feed his kids, gets on the the train Uh, at 5 in the morning. Will, I got to give one one more more person 30 seconds too, okay? Yeah, they ain't, ain't going to do it, Dan. Talk to you soon. Good night. Steven Attleboro. Steve, i got about 20 seconds for you, the last call of the night. Wrap it up for me. Dan, i got to tell you, it, it's a typical situation with some of these people. And one thing uh, Martha's Vineyard in New York has showed us is that it's fine when the dog does its business in somebody else's backyard. But when it comes to their backyard, they lose it. And thank All right, you very much and i got to lose it because I'm out of time. Steve, thanks. Call early. I'll give you much more time. I just have run out. I want to thank Andrew. I want to thank Marita. I want to thank all the callers who will be doing WBZ. Nice Eye with Dan Ray on Facebook. All dogs, all cats, all pets. Go to heaven. That's my pal Charlie Ray is who passed 12 years ago. That's where all your pets are all passed. They loved you and you loved them. We'll see them again, and I hope to see you again tomorrow night on Nightside. Have a great Friday, everybody. See you tomorrow night, and I'll see you in a few minutes on on Nightside on Facebook. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.